Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 22, and we are on the third day of a post-Constitution United States because on Monday, the FBI went rogue, and they were directed by the White House, and they raided Mar-a-Lago and completely violated every single code, every single rule they should have followed, and we all know this shouldn't be happening, so we're all in outrage overload because this is out of control. These kinds of things don't happen in the United States of America. These are the things that happen in third world countries right before they turn into full tyrannical dictatorships. But it's happening here in the United States and it's shocking, absolutely shocking. Let's go ahead and watch this video of how people reacted on Monday night. And you can see those are the typical uh, peace-loving Trump supporters, Make America Great Again people. Those are the ones that wear the red MAGA hats. Um, those are the same type of people that went to Washington on January 6th, not the people that were involved in the riot, and we still have many questions about that riot, don't we? We have lots of questions, but the January 6th committee never asked the right questions. They never talk about Ray Epps. They never talk about the guy on the scaffolding directing people to go into the Capitol. They don't want to talk about the people that were there while President Trump was still speaking at the Ellipse, that were there planning the entire event. No, 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 no. Just so you know, we don't claim those types of people like Ray Epps and the guy on the scaffolding and the fence crew that knocked down the fences. We don't claim those people. We claim the people that showed up, the great patriots that showed up outside of Mar-a-Lago. Those are the types of people that support President Trump. Those are the type of Americans that are proud to say, make America great again. Those are the type of good people that are outraged and those people are all over our country and they're not just Republican voters. Guess what? They're a lot of Democrat voters too. They're a lot of Democrat leaders. They're a lot of independents. People are furious over what happened at Mar-a-Lago and the FBI that went rogue and is out of control raiding President Trump's home. So let's talk a little bit about that. But first I want to show you uh, let's go to see our great press secretary and how she answers questions. I'm the president since the event, uh, so I can't speak to that at this time. Thanks, Green. Do you consider Donald Trump to be a political rival of President Biden? I'm not going to speak to that from here. Well, you talk about Trump all the time. So do you consider him to be... I, I don't talk about Trump all the time. Ultra MAGA, you guys were criticizing his handling of COVID last week. Yeah. You've mentioned his January 6th response a couple days I'm, ago. No. So can you say, based on all that, I, I didn't say anything about Mar-a-Lago. I'm just asking you if you consider the president... I'm, I'm saying from here I'm not going to comment on that. Does the president still want to uh, think that he would be very fortunate to run against Trump in 2024, like he had said before? Again, I'm not going to comment it's on... Just, it's just I'm a not, quote from I'm, the president. In the next election, I'd be very fortunate if I had that same man running against me. Does he still All I can that? tell you, Peter, is that the president intends to run in 2024. <laughs> Everyone knows that Joe Biden is not running in 2024. 
Everybody knows that. That is hilarious. The president intends to run in 2024. He thinks he wants to run in 2024 when Jill Biden gives him his medicine and he thinks he can think clearly with his eyes wide open and staring into the to the camera and he can't even blink for like 45 minutes straight. Yeah, he does think he's running then in 2024. She's like, I can't comment to the FBI going and raiding President Trump's home, even though that was the first time in United States history that that ever happened. Jim Psaki was so much better. Can we just say bring her back? Bring back Jen. I'm, I, right? Don't you agree? Do you agree? You guys, bring back Jen. I demand it. I demand Jen Psaki to be returned to the White House as press secretary because Corrine can't even entertain questions very well. She's not even sarcastic. She's not mean enough. And she doesn't She doesn't attack uh, Ducey when he's asking the best questions ever. She just goes, I cannot comment to that right now. I cannot comment to that right now. I can't even take it. I can't even take it. Don't get me started on the disinformation queen. Uh, Nina, I miss Nina. I really do. I know she's mad at me all the time for making fun of her, but she was so good to make fun of. Oh, they just have the worst people out there right now, and it's so disappointing. I want the people that, that are so ridiculous that we can attack. Uh, but Kareen is no fun. Absolutely no fun. <laughs> so, so crazy. Um, all right, so let's take out, uh, let's check out what else Kareen said and didn't say and can't answer. Uh, let's follow up with this one. Throughout his time in now, office. I, I heard the quote, we will be playing the quote tonight at six o'clock. Is this administration weaponizing the Justice Department and the FBI against political opponents? Peter, the president believes in the rule of law. The president believes in the independence of the Department that's, of Justice. That's a yes or no? Just no, that is, no, it's a yes or a no for you. I'm answering the question. You may not like it, but I'm answering the question I'm just, and I'm, no. No, I'm answering the question and I'm telling you that we are not going to comment on a criminal investigation. The president has been very clear. I laid out what his thoughts were back on January 7th in 2021 about how he saw the Department of Justice. And I'm just going to leave it there. We are not going to comment from here, from this White House on a criminal investigation that is currently happening. And just one more about the inflation. We are not going to comment on a criminal investigation. That's why we're investigating Hunter Biden, so we don't have to comment on a criminal investigation. We have to put Hunter Biden's laptop under investigation, so we don't have to answer any of your pesky questions, you silly Republicans and you silly people that don't like child porn and can't understand why the president's son is selling out America to China and Ukraine and whoever else. You silly people, we're, we're just not going to comment. Why would we comment? This is insanity. It's her job to comment. Did she not read the job description for press secretary? It's her job to comment. Is it not in there? It's like press secretary. What does it say? First thing it says under there to reply to in comments to the press. That is her whole job to answer questions. That's actually commenting. That's commenting, commenting on your unconstitutional police state communist raid of Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, you comment on that because we wanna know what the hell is going on. We wanna know what the hell is going on and what's next, what is next? Okay, let's talk about a little bit about this raid because it's so insane, absolutely insane. Um, let's see what President Trump had to say about it. 
Okay, so here's President Trump replying on Truth Social because he can't tweet. I mean, that he's not allowed on Twitter. So he started Truth Social. Thank goodness. Here's what he said. The FBI and others from the federal government would not let anyone, including my lawyers, be anywhere near the areas that were rummaged and otherwise looked at during the raid on Mar-a-Lago. Everyone was asked to leave the premise. They wanted to be left alone without any witnesses to see what they are doing, taking or hopefully not planning exactly. Why did they strongly insist on having nobody watching them, everybody out? Obama and Clinton were never raided despite big disputes. Isn't that amazing? No, seriously, is that not amazing? The president, President Trump has to defend himself on his own social media platform and point out exactly what they were really doing. So let's talk, let's talk about that some more. Eric Trump has revealed some very uh, extremely concerning things. He says that the FBI, listen to this, the FBI agents refuse to hand over search warrants, refuse to show their search warrant for their raid on Mar-a-Lago and kicked an attorney off the property, Christina Bob, they kicked her off the property, made her stand at the end of the driveway. Think about that. They forced the attorney to stand at the end of the Mar-a-Lago driveway, I guess by the road, while the team searched inside Mar-a-Lago and allegedly used safe crackers to break into President Trump's personal safes. Um, 30 agents. Approximately 30 FBI agents. Okay, so let's let's break that down. Number one, they should hand over their search warrant. Isn't that the whole reason they had it? Why would they refuse to give it to Christina Bob, Trump's attorney? Why would they refuse to do that? And then secondly, if they don't have anything to hide, why did they force her and everyone else to go outside? Why did they say the security cameras had to be turned off? Because they don't want anyone to see what they're doing. But think about the irony there. Think about the irony. Democrats are constantly wanting police officers to wear their body cameras. They want cameras on their cars. They want cameras on police officers at all time so they can monitor police officers' activities and make sure that they are not, not getting out of hand with anyone that they deal with. You know, they want police officers uh, on city streets to be like social workers and to be like psychologists and, and to be able to de-escalate a situation. I mean, what are they supposed to do? Sir, could you, could you calmly put down the knife and stop stabbing the woman in her head? Wait, please, sir. We don't want to tase you while you're stabbing the woman in the head. We are on video right now because we have to be monitored at all times because, you know, riots may occur at any time in the streets if we step out of line and try to arrest someone that is breaking the law. That's how they treat regular police officers. Oh, but no, 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 it's okay for the FBI, it's okay for the FBI to demand complete privacy. We are not, FBI, don't wanna be on camera. We don't wanna give you the search warrant. No, you're an attorney representing President Trump. Uh, no, ma'am, we're not giving you the search warrant. You gotta stand down there at the end of the driveway. Sorry, Miss Bob, into the driveway. That's that's what that is that is what an out of control rogue FBI looks like. Going after the 45th president of the United States. This has never happened in United States history, and and everyone is furious over it. Absolutely furious over it. 
I mean, it's it's un absolutely unbelievable. So here was something that I tweeted because none of it makes sense to me. And here we'll we'll go ahead and put this up. So I had just said this. I said I think there is an extremely high probability that the FBI planted evidence against President Trump. Otherwise, why would they not allow his attorneys or anyone to watch them while they conducted their unprecedented raid? They know the consequences of an empty-handed power move. Okay, so let's discuss that. If this all comes out and they're like, oh, no, there was nothing bad in any of these um, boxes and any, any of this, these papers that President Trump had, which we know there's aren't, we already know there's not. The GSA packed all of those boxes for President Trump when he was leaving the White Houses. Trump didn't pack those boxes by himself. He wasn't sitting there printing things off and pulling things out from under tables like suitcases of ballots at the Fulton County election in 2020. No, the GSA, people that work there actually packed those boxes. They packed up those boxes and they shipped them to Mar-a-Lago. Everyone knows that there's information in those boxes and there's nothing wrong with it. And the President of the United States is the one that's responsible for classifying and declassifying information. There's nothing in those boxes that is should be under criminal investigation. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Now, who will be under criminal investigation if they turn up empty-handed? Oh, well, we can definitely tell you. The FBI. The FBI will go under criminal investigation because they raided the property of the former president of the United States, refused to hand over their search warrant, and made the attorney stand at the end of the driveway. And then they said, okay, turn off, the, turn off all the security cameras because we don't want anybody to see what we're doing. Then they rifled through all of the personal belongings of President Trump, Melania, um, Barron, every single person that, that has, has a residence there. They rifled through all of their personal belongings and then confiscated and took whatever they wanted to take and they blew open President Trump's safe. That is such a violation of his privacy. That is a violation of our laws. It's a violation of who we are as, as Americans. It's a violation of our Constitution. But that's what the FBI did. So they cannot walk away from this empty-handed. They can't afford to. They can't afford to because they're going to be in trouble. Now, let's, let's go back a few minutes. Let's, let's just go back because they have always been after President Trump. This is nothing new. This is nothing new. You can see on the wall behind me, I still have the Spygate posters up because this was such... An outrage. This was the abuse of power where it really started. And it started when President Trump was actually a candidate for the presidency of the United States. It started then. And you know who was targeting him? The FBI. The FBI under the Obama administration. And guess what? This is basically Obama's third term. Because we all know Joe Biden is not mentally there in the White House. And the same people... The same people that were running the, the Obama White House are all back running the, the, the Biden White House. It's all the same people. I mean, you can look at something right here. Over here, never forget, it was members of the Trump campaign were targeted by the FBI. They were targeted and by UK intelligence. Oh, our friends in, in, in the UK. And possibly the CIA 
for the purpose of establishing a lie about President Trump. It was a lie. The whole Russia hoax, the whole Russia hoax was insanity. They tapped Trump Tower. They used the FISA court to get a warrant to tap, wiretap Trump Tower and were spying on, on Carter Page, George Papadopoulos and others. This is who they are. It's the same people, the same people and they're all coming back with the same tactics. Abuse of power, abusing our institution, abusing our agencies and breaking the law. They are breaking the law. These are the criminals that need to be under, under investigation. You wanna know something? Let me explain. Guess what? They are so hell bent on, on stopping President Trump from actually taking an, a second term. They, I mean, he's, he's, he's gonna go through a third election, by the way. He's done two, he's gonna go through a third one. But they do not want him in there and they're so hell bent on it. Guess what? We now know that there was an FBI informant at Mar-a-Lago, an FBI informant working at Mar-a-Lago. Who is that? And how many other FBI informants are around President Trump on a daily basis, working at his clubs, working at Mar-a-Lago, or maybe bed minister, or on his staff? These are the things I want to know because they're traitors. They are traitors and they're helping the deep state and they're helping the people. These are the enemies within. These are the real enemies and they are there to purposely, purposely create something against President Trump that is not there. It's absolutely not there and everyone knows it. Everyone knows it. And if these people come up empty handed, then they know they're going to jail. And that is why it's the most dangerous time it is the most dangerous time for President Trump and his family and anyone in his orbit, me included, because these people will stop at nothing. They don't want a second President Trump term. Here's why, because he is dead serious and he knows who his enemies are and he, he is going to finish the job he started in his first four years. He's gonna finish the job and it's easy. He walked into office, you know, uh, in his first term, and he didn't know who his friends and his foes were. But he knows now. Oh, believe me, he knows now, and we know. We all know. It's it's easy. We know their names, and I cannot wait, cannot wait, for him to go back into office and us for to finally, finally gut these institutions and drain the swamp. Drain the swamp. It needs to be done. It's it has gone too far, too out of control. It's been too much. Now, if Mar-a-Lago was not shocking to you enough, if that was not enough, this is unbelievable. The next day, which was yesterday, day two of post-Constitution United States of America, Congressman Scott Perry, who is the chairman of the Freedom Caucus, I'm a member of the Freedom Caucus. Uh, he's a good friend of mine, colleague from Pennsylvania. He is approached at the airport while he's going on a on a family vacation, he's with his wife and his two beautiful daughters that, that I know and, and, and love them. And three FBI agents come up to him and take his cell phone, his personal cell phone. They had no right to do that. Scott Perry is, is a general retired from the National Guard. He, he, is, he is a sitting member of Congress. He has not been charged with any crimes. He does. He should not be under investigation. The rogue FBI shows up, take his, takes his phone, mirrors his cell phone, and hands it back to him. You can't even make this up. So who is, no one is safe. This is what we know. 
No one is safe. And it's outrageous. It's unbelievable. Who is next? Will it be Jim Jordan? Will he be next? Will it be Kevin McCarthy? Will he be next? Is it going to be me? Will it be Matt Gates, Andy Biggs, Paul Gosar, Mo Brooks? Who? Who is next on the list to have our rights violated um, and, and, and our privacy violated? Because the FBI has gone rogue and the Biden administration will do whatever they can to take down their political enemies. It's all about political persecution. That's all they care about. Well, guess what? Seriously, think about this. Inflation is out of control. Nobody can afford gas anymore. Our border is wide open with deadly fentanyl, uh, sex trafficking of, of women, children, men, who knows, human trafficking, terrorists coming across. So many illegals coming across record high numbers that when Governor Abbott or somebody else buses them up to, to New York City or Washington, D.C., well, those Democrat mayors are highly offended. Highly offended, but they're not closing the border. You would think these are the things that they would focus on, but they're not. It's political persecution because they can't win any other way. They have to lie to you and lie to you and lie to you and come after people like us. And, of course, President Trump. I mean, they can't take it. They, they, they have screwed up, though. This, this is going to President Trump. I mean, he was already going to be the nominee. He was already winning across every poll. We were already going to make him the nominee. But you guys helped him out so much. You guys helped him out so much, and you know it. You know you did. But Mark Elias, uh, Hillary Clinton's former attorney, uh, former Perkins and Coey attorney, uh, campaign attorney, the architect of all the garbage. I'm sure he was involved in the silly, petty little uh, free speech for people communists that, that came down here to Georgia to take my name off the off the ballot. Yeah, those people that I beat. By the way, I beat them, everybody. I beat them. And, um, and then they appealed, and I beat them again. I beat them again. So, Mark Elias, all your plans are stupid. All of you, and all you attorneys are stupid. Aren't they stupid? I will never forget how stupid, yeah, absolutely. I will never forget how stupid those attorneys were, and how insulting they were to the state of Georgia, and how insulted the people in my district were, that they dared actually put all of us through that and our, and the judge the great judge that 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 was his courtroom what a waste of his time that these these stupid idiots came down to Georgia and tried to act like they were smarter than everybody in Georgia because you know Georgia bunch of dumb hicks I guess yeah well you found out didn't you I mean they didn't even pass out popcorn when they were showing Independence Day in the courtroom I mean I was insulted at that I was like if you're gonna show me a movie I haven't seen in like 15 years or so I don't even know I've seen it like once with my kids you should they could have at least handed me some buttery popcorn I like M&Ms I'm a chocolate girl and I could have I would have loved a cherry coke that would have been great that would have been my movie that would have been my movie snacks but no those idiots over there they were like trying to create their their magic moment did they practice that in the mirror it looked like they did they, they seriously thought it was a big gotcha oh it was yeah that was a gotcha all right that was funny okay so yeah this is who these people are so mark elias his main goal and he you know he's so arrogant this is these people are so arrogant and they think so highly of themselves because obviously 
they are so much smarter than all of you, right? I mean, these are these are the smart elites. They are highly educated. They have uh, big degrees that were very expensive and, and whatever and whatever and whatever. Yeah, so he had to tweet it out. He had to tweet it out because he couldn't help himself Monday night because, you know, he's got to get out there and be like, this is what we're going to do. So he can take credit later and say, see, I tweeted that the same night it happened. Idiot. He did that before I ever went on trial, too. He, he had to do that. So he tweeted out a code of law, and it doesn't even apply to the presidency. Sorry, Mark. Um, but their whole goal is to disqualify Donald J. Trump. So that's what this whole thing is about. Raid Mar-a-Lago, probably plant some evidence, bring some criminal charges, uh, give CNN and the, you know all their friends at CNN and MSNBC and the New York Times and whatever, whoever's on board with this, give them their big ratings because no one watches them because they're so terrible. Uh, help their ratings out and do the whole show again. It's old. It's so old. Listen, if all of you bad guys are going to try, keep trying to do the same thing, it's so old. Find some new tricks. Find some new tricks. Seriously. <laughs> I mean, it's so boring. It's so boring, is it not? Aren't we tired of it? Oh, my gosh. We're so tired of it. Orange man bad. Oh, MAGA. What are what do they call us now? Oh, ultra MAGA. Ultra MAGA is supposed to be so scary. That, like, what is so scary about Make America Great Again? Is it scary? Is that scary, really? No. No. But they think so. They think that they can continue to convince people it's scary. Um, you know, Andrew Andrew Yang, former Democrat presidential candidate, he even tweeted out that this this whole thing was outrageous. Andrew Cuomo was like, guys, now I've pulled a lot of stuff, you know. He's like, you better make sure you're not empty-handed. So I don't think it's pretty far-fetched to say that they're probably going to plant something on President Trump. They're probably going to plant something on Scott Perry's phone. They're probably, oh, but remember now, this is the same FBI that's not raiding Hunter Biden's house. No, they have his laptop and they know how much child porn is on there because they have his laptop, but they haven't raided Hunter Biden's house. Why not? Oh, wait, I forgot. Corrine and the rest of them say that he's under investigation. Yeah, he's under investigation. Okay. Well, let's carry on and talk about the next terrifying government agency. Are you guys ready for this one? I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not laughing because it's truly terrifying. Um, let's go ahead and show the, the agency that is hiring new folks. Alrighty, here it is. The IRS is hiring new special agents. Special agents. They certainly are special. <laughs> requirements include 50 hours per week Whew, that's asking a lot guys I thought it was supposed to be 40 hours a week which may include irregular hours and be on call 24-7 including holidays and weekends and all you nerdy accountants doing auditing for the IRS are going to need to carry a firearm and be willing to use deadly force if necessary. What? <laughs> like, where are we? 
Did anyone have, did y'all have this on your bingo card for 2022? <laughs> was it? I, I didn't have it. I really didn't. I was supposed to be a member of Congress and under President Trump's second term of Make America Great Again. And I mean, yeah, I was, it was going to be great. I didn't have this one. Let's talk about these. <laughs> let's talk about these jobs. Okay, so I'm, I'm sorry I'm laughing, but it's not funny. All right, so the reconciliation package that the Senate just passed that, by the way, we get to vote on on Friday. The House of Representatives, we're being called back. We're out on our summer recess where we're supposed to be able to be with our family and do other things in life and protect America from Congress not being in session. But the bad news is we have been called back on Friday to vote on the Senate reconciliation bill. You know the one, it's called the Reduce Inflation Act. Yeah, the Reduce Inflation Act that, that doesn't do anything for inflation because they're more interested in climate scams. That's It's, it's the Green New Deal. That's what this Senate reconciliation bill. It's Build Back Better Part 2, over 700 pages of a bill that, that passes more Green New Deal insanity that AOC never wrote, by the way. She's not smart enough. She's not. She does makeup tutorials, okay? That's what she does. And she got elected by dancing on rooftops and making really bad drinks is what I've heard. She's not even a good bartender. So we know she didn't write the Green New Deal because she can't even think that deeply. She can't even make, yeah. She could, you're right. She'd be like, what do I put to ground up in the bottom to make a mojito? She doesn't even know what that is. But either way, either way, she's going to get some credit because Green New Deal crap is in the Senate reconciliation bill. Sorry, everyone. The climate lies are working and they're getting their way while you're having, you can't afford gas at the pump and diesel fuel's so out of control. It's affecting everything from shipping to, uh, you know, of course, rail, trucks, um, ocean liners. They all use diesel fuel. Uh, but anyways, back, back to the reconciliation bill. The word climate and environment is in the bill seven times more than the word inflation. So take that into account. This is how they do it. They lie about what the bill is with the name because they think you people just read headlines, which let's be honest, most of the time you just read headlines. But if you actually read what's in the bill, you find out that, oh, this is really about climate lies and scams um, so that we can have more wind turbines in America and we can have more solar panels that are not going to give us enough power for anything. And the same time, they're incentivizing you with $7,500 tax credits to buy an electric vehicle that you won't be able to charge at your at-home charging station in your garage because the wind turbines and the solar panels aren't going to produce enough electricity. Yeah, that's what that bill is all about. But there's a second part to the bill, and this is also very much part of what they've had planned before Biden got in office. It's the, the plan to spend $80 billion of your money, $80 billion, $80 billion, $80 billion of hard-earned taxpayer dollars to hire 87,000 IRS agents. 87,000 IRS agents. I need a picture of what that looks like. Let's pull up the, let's pull up the picture of what a proxy. Yeah, there we go. Okay, so this is what, see this? This stadium filled with people here. What school is that? Oklahoma. Oklahoma, the Oklahoma Stadium. This stadium at capacity 
is 86,112 people. But it's not big enough to hold all the 87,000 new IRS agents that are coming after you. That, like, that is a visual that you really have to take in. That's 80 billion of your dollars, and that's what almost, not even, 87,000 IRS agents look like. Except they won't wear red and white like, like these football fans. No, 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 they're going to be armed. They're going to be armed. Um, you know, they're going to be auditors because they've got to have two jobs. They got to be smart. They're going to have their glasses and their pocket protectors and their, and their Texas instrument calculators and their laptops <laughs> so they can go through all your checkbook and your bank accounts and all this stuff and find all the mistakes you accidentally made, um, while they audit you, audit everything, but they also wear guns. Yes, they also wear the weapons of war, the same weapons of war that the Democrats banned and the assault weapons ban. That's, that's a true story, by the way. So let's talk about the job duties of these 87,000, 87,000. Can you go ahead and pull up the IRS job description duties? All right, here we go. Adhere to the highest standards of conduct. Well, of course the FBI does that. They're always adhering to the higher standards of conduct while they raid Mar-a-Lago, refuse to show their their uh, their warrant and, and force a, an attorney to stand at the end of the street. I mean, of course, that's that's always adhering to the highest standards, especially in maintaining honesty and integrity, just like the FBI. Work a minimum of 50 hours a week. Okay, we got that. May include irregular hours. Well, yeah, you know, when you're crunching all those numbers, going after conservatives and Trump supporters and small business owners and, you know, waitresses and people that work on tips, yeah, you may have a few extra hours. Um, you got to be on call 24-7, including holidays and, and weekends, because those Trump supporters, you never know where you may find them. I mean, they were outside of Mar-a-Lago the other night. Uh, out there uh, standing up for President Trump, waving their American flags. Yeah, those people. Great people, by the way. You got to maintain a level of fitness necessary to effectively respond to life-threatening situations on the job. Really? You got to have good fitness because you, you're going to be in life-threatening situations? Who knew? Who knew? You're going to carry a firearm. And be willing to use deadly force if necessary. IRS agents. Be willing and able to participate in arrest, execution of search warrants, and other dangerous assignments. This is so, so important. Now, where are they hiring all these special agents? They're hiring them in the criminal investigations uh, law enforcement branch of the IRS. Well, let's talk about who is who is that? Well, they do have some serious units. Um, I'm just going through the list here on jobs at irs.gov. So we have tax crimes, tax crimes, non-tax crimes, cyber crime unit. I'm kind of confused. <laughs> Stop for a second. The IRS handles tax crimes, which I totally understand. But what is why do we have non Tax crimes. Does that anybody doesn't make know? Any sense. No, it doesn't. So non-tax crimes. I mean, jaywalking is a non-tax crime. <laughs> right. There's a lot of non-tax crimes, and we have a lot of other federal law enforcement agencies for those other non-tax crimes. You would think the IRS yeah. 
would only focus on yeah. tax crimes. Yeah, ATF, FBI, which they're, FBI. yeah. FBI, we ban the ATF, we need to defund and break apart the FBI. Clearly, the IRS has got things going on that they shouldn't have to do. Non-tax crimes, cyber crime unit, wait, narcotics and national security, PPP and EIDL, COVID fraud, COVID fraud, I go along with that one. Asset recovery and investigative services, specialized units, you don't know what they do, but they are specialized. Nationally Coordinated Investigations Unit, Commissioner's Protection Detail. Hey, let me tell you, this is what you got to know. The people in charge are always protected by the guys with guns, but you are not. You're not protected with guys with guns, uh, but they want to take your guns away. Don't forget that. Office of International Affairs, Digital Forensics, National Forensic Laboratory, Undercover Operations. National Criminal Investigation Training Academy, Office of Communication, that's another department. There's a professional staff, because obviously you have to be professional. There is Workforce Development. I always love that. Here's, this is great. This is, this is one that we could totally cut out of the IRS budget. Equity, Diversity, and Inclusion. <laughs> what a waste of money. Outreach and community engagement. I mean, what do they do? Show up and do picnics, like, at the at the park? I mean, honestly, outreach and community engagement, is that next to the drag queen story time uh, out, in the, out in the park? I don't even understand why the IRS needs to worry about that. People aren't usually happy to see the IRS agent show up at their door. That's just the truth. So... That, that, I mean, that's the question. They've, and they've got offices everywhere. They're everywhere. Atlanta, Boston, Charlotte, Chicago, Cincinnati, Dallas, Denver, Detroit, Houston, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, Miami, Newark, New York, Oakland, Philadelphia, Phoenix, Seattle, St. Louis, Tampa, Washington, D.C. They've got offices everywhere. This is their criminal investigations unit. Now, here's what I really find interesting. Thinking about... What, the, what are the types of things and why did IRS agents start wearing guns, and, and we were talking about this earlier, is back when the prohibition on alcohol was in place in United States history and they were going after bootleggers and moonshiners, uh, this is where IRS, IRS agents started carrying guns and they would show up and go after these people, tar and feather them, kill them, chase them down. I mean, it was very, very serious. And that's when the IRS really started having their, um, their basically their police force. And so, but now you really, everyone's really wondering why, why does the IRS need 87,000 agents and why do they need so many guns? So let's talk about why do they need guns? Um, this is the one that has people most upset, most upset. Well, here's something that's really interesting. Between March 1st and June 1st of this year, 2022, the criminal division of the IRS ordered 696,000 in ammunition, just in ammunition. They needed a lot of ammunition. And, and that is what they did just in a few months time in 2022. Now, currently the IRS criminal investigation uh, division that does do that they include tax violations, they go after money laundering, they should talk to the Biden family. Like seriously, they should talk to the Biden family. Um, cyber crimes, that, uh, I don't know, I think the FBI does that too. There seems to be some crossover. 
uh, organized crime involving drugs and gangs. Okay, they're after drugs and gangs. I thought we had other law enforcement for that. But they have right now more than 2,000 sworn special agents in the division. But they just got $80 billion for 87,000 more agents. Seriously, seriously concerning. But here's where I want to show you something that there's similar behavior. Okay, this is happening under the Biden administration right now. Let's go back and talk about what it was like under the Obama administration. This is what you guys need to understand. During the Obama administration, by, by 2017, the IRS had in their position, possession 4,487 guns. Weapons of war, the IRS has. Gosh, that must trigger the Democrats so much. You, Hey, why aren't my Democrat colleagues, like, terrified of IRS agents? <laughs> like, they are of regular law-abiding legal gun owners. Like, I don't understand. I haven't heard any of them standing up there with signs doing their one-minute and five-minute speeches on the House floor with pictures of IRS agents with guns, <laughs> weapons of war. I, I Have I missed those speeches? Apparently, I have. But their their favorite president. What is it? Said in their mind they are the good guys with guns. Right, because the government owning guns is totally the good guys with guns, according to the Democrats, but not the American people. No, 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 no. You're not allowed to do it. Okay, so this is this is crazy. This is crazy. Obama under President Obama, their favorite president. Wait, no, I'm sorry. It's Joe Biden. He got more votes than Obama. He's the most popular president in United States history. Does he even know? Does Joe know? <laughs> That's a great hashtag. Does Joe know? Does Joe know? It's a t-shirt. <laughs> We're going to have a t-shirt up pretty soon at mtg4america.com slash shop for you to have a shirt that says, does Joe know? Okay. Team's getting on that one right away. <laughs> All right, so here we are. We got we've got Joe Biden who doesn't know. We don't know if he knows that during his administration the the IRS is buying up all the ammo. Tons of it. But this is the same thing they did under Obama's administration. Under Obama's administration, the IRS had 4,487 guns by 2017. They had 5 million and 62,006 rounds of ammunition on its weapons inventory because you know those IRS agents, I mean, you guys see them on the news every night. It's on the nightly news where IRS agents are gunning down criminals in the streets. Right? Right? No. <laughs> Sorry, my sarcasm is like, can't even take it. I don't know what country we're living in. It's not America. This is not normal. Well, we are on day three of the post-constitution of the United States of America. So, we're, we're post-constitution, so everything's insane. But it really, it has, it's been insane for a long time. Okay, so so the IRS had all these guns and ammo. That's that's what they started under under the Obama administration. Well, they actually, they started a long time ago when they were going after bootleggers and moonshiners, you know. But this is what they do. So here's some interesting things. Here's what you need to know. Okay, from 2010 through 2017, the IRS spent an average of $675,000 on ammunition a year. Hey, wait a minute. That's kind of just like what they did this year in 2022. They spent nearly the same amount, just like they did back during the Obama administration. Huh, I wonder if some of the same people have their jobs back. Probably so. 
During that time, the IRS spent most of it in 2011. They spent $1,100,000 buying up ammo. Those Democrats love guns and ammo. When they're in charge, they just hate for you to have it. That's crazy. So don't forget that during the same time, it was around 2013 that Lois Lerner, remember her? Remember her? She got in trouble. Yeah, she's running the IRS, and she got in trouble for politically targeting conservatives. Oh, my goodness. Using the IRS and the power of the IRS, which terrifies everyone, to target conservatives. And now here we see it again. The Democrats want to hire 87,000 more IRS agents to what? Target conservatives. Yeah, Trump donors, Trump voters, Republicans, small business owners. I don't know if you refuse to, to bake a cake for some five-year-olds coming out party with their new gender reveal. This is, this is the kind of thing that's going to be going on. They're going to target you. They're going to target you if you, if you refuse to um, uh, host a wedding in, in your restaurant for, for uh, I don't know, who knows, with a drag queen story time for children or whatever. They're going to target you because they, they hate you. You're the political enemy. So, but here's what I want you to remember. Lois Lerner, she got in trouble for that under Obama, right, in the IRS. Now, she even had a fake email. Toby Miles was her fake email. email. She got, also got in trouble. She got caught for, she lost her hard drive. I mean, everybody loses their hard drive. They just, re it's Super like right socks up. in the dryer. It's like socks <laughs> in the dryer. Oh, I lost that that sock. Oh, I lost my hard drive. Where do these things go? Silly, <laughs> silly hard drives. Um, oh, she said it crashed. She said it crashed. Okay, so so these are the kinds of things they do to cover it up. But I don't think the FBI raided Lois Lerner's home. Nope, they didn't raid her home. You know, and it's also got to remind you of Hillary Clinton. It was around the same time, you know. Can you imagine Lois Lerner and Hillary Clinton? They're hanging out, they're having drinks, and Lois Lerner is like, Hillary, Hill, let me tell you, girl, this is what you gotta do. You gotta get some bleach bit. You gotta call that company bleach bit. They are totally gonna erase everything on your hard drive. Uh, it's gonna be fantastic. Here, I'm gonna give you my hammer. Take your blackberries out there on the driveway and hammer those blackberries to pieces. And you take out your aggression and all your stress and all your anger. And, and, and you're sick of these toxic masculinity men that, you know, we they, they hate men because the future is female. And so she's giving her all her advice and out there hammering those, those blackberries to pieces. And it worked. It worked. Now, the FBI did not raid Hillary Clinton's home. They didn't. Isn't that weird? So weird. But I will tell you that Trey, Trey Gowdy had a quote. Uh, that, that Bleachbit actually put on the front, uh, front page of their website that the product is so good that even God can't read emails now. <laughs> Apparently, President Trump didn't use Bleachbit. <laughs> I mean, what? Or Scott Perry. Oh, these honest people. <laughs> like, they don't have anything to hide. You can't even make this stuff up. It is insane. It's absolutely insane. Okay. Now, here's what I want to talk about. I got I to gotta talk to you guys about something else because we, we were thinking about the IRS and all of their different criminal investigation units, but the, the FBI has a lot of different, different things that they target. Here's some of the, here's, here's the role of the FBI. 
So the FBI's major priorities, their major priorities are to protect the United States from terrorist attacks. I don't know, maybe like the terrorists coming across the border, that wide open border. They're not worried about those though. They're worried about parents going to school boards, demanding that their, their children not be taught racist curriculums or demanding that, that drag queens aren't brought into elementary and middle school and high school uh, shows and things like that. You know, parents that go to school boards and say they don't want the teenage boys in their daughter's bathrooms because they were getting raped like they did in Virginia, which by the way, turned that state red. Um, yeah, the FBI targets those people and President Trump, but we got a wide open border right now that, that Biden and the rest of the Democrats don't care about. The FBI's priorities are protect the U.S. against foreign intelligence, espionage, and cyber operations. But let's think about that. The FBI has informants in Mar-a-Lago. That's not, that isn't foreign. That's, that's not foreign intelligence and espionage. I mean, like Fang Fang, she was a Chinese spy and Eric Swalwell had a sexual relationship with her and she was all involved in his political offices. I don't, hey, does anyone know if the FBI raided Eric Swalwell or Fang Fang? I'm not gonna look it up, no. Okay, well, <laughs> we know the answer is no. But the FBI is targeting President Trump and Scott Perry and, and who knows who else. Um, the FBI is supposed to protect the United States against cyber-based attacks and high-technology crimes. Maybe like the former Secretary of State bleach-bidding her uh, server? That sounds like a cyber-based crime to me. <laughs> what is she hide? What did she hide? God doesn't even know, according to Trey Gowdy. That was, that was actually a really funny comment. High-technology crimes. I mean... Is that in boxes in Mar-a-Lago? Is that on Scott Perry's personal cell phone where he texts his wife and his kids and, and, and family members and constituents and his staff and things like that? I don't think those are high technology crimes. The FBI is supposed to combat significant cyber criminal activity. Yeah, that would be great, you know, because a lot of small businesses, a lot of private businesses are victims of cyber crime. We, we would like that to stop because that is very difficult for businesses. Now, what about, let's talk about um, the FBI is supposed to combat public corruption at all levels. Oh my goodness, the FBI needs to investigate itself because the FBI is so corrupt and the public knows it. How about that public corruption? The FBI is supposed to protect civil rights. Good, if you're supposed to protect civil rights then you should protect little girls and women in our, in our places of privacy, because you wanna know something? Uh, it's a hate crime to have no privacy in a bathroom where men who call themselves women can go in our bathrooms. And FBI, if you care about civil rights, you should, you should care about women's sports because women's sports are being completely destroyed by men who call themselves women and then go and beat everybody because they're really men. I, I'm just gonna throw that out there. I think that's important. Um, the FBI's role is to combat transnational criminal enterprises. Well, you want to know something? You should go look in Ukraine. I know our country is funding them with everything we have, but there's a lot of corruption in that country because weapons shipments have gone missing. Yeah, that our American taxpayers paid for. Tons of weapons shipments. 
Where do those weapons go? I don't know. I was just thinking about it. Transnational criminal enterprises, maybe like the Biden crime family. What do they do? What do they do? You should care about that. But I don't think Hunter Biden or Joe Biden or any of the Bidens and Biden's Bidens, they haven't been they haven't been raided. Nope. Just President Trump. Um, combat significant white collar crime. Yes. Go after those people. I can think of a lot of high level corporate people you could go after. Maybe like big tech. I don't know. They seem to violate people's First Amendment all the time. And the FBI is supposed to combat significant violent crime. Good. You should. You should combat significant violent crime because that is something that's worthy of doing, especially if it involves innocent people and children. That, that is something worthy worthy of doing. So those are the things that the FBI is supposed to do, but it's kind of weird how they have a crossover with the IRS. Um, but isn't that the problem with the federal government? It's so overblown. Uh, it, it's so, so big. And all these agencies seem to be doing a lot of the same things. Like, why is the IRS doing cybercrime and the FBI is doing cybercrime? Why are, why, it's, it's just like at Uvalde. Think about that. That school, that horrific horrific shooting at that elementary school in Uvalde where all these people show up and no one knows who's in charge and meanwhile these children are being slaughtered and the only people that they are going after are the parents they're tackling parents um, handcuffing parents taking guns away from parents because the parents are the ones trying to save their kids but everybody else is arguing over who's in charge and what they're supposed to do and they failed they completely failed so I think it's time that we, we cut the, the overhead because it's way too, too big. The IRS doesn't need 87,000 new agents. They need less, and they need some of their divisions cut. The FBI, well, we, we know all about the FBI. The FBI needs broken to pieces. It needs broken to pieces, and only the relevant good people need to stay. But a whole bunch of them, they need to go. And maybe they need to go to jail because they raided President Trump's home at Mar-a-Lago. They confiscated Scott Perry's cell phone. We don't know what they're going to do next. Um, we, we just have no idea. And neither does Joe Biden. Joe Biden doesn't know. Here's a video of him uh, just recently. Now our great speaker, our partner, who all of these bills we've met. Okay, so he shook hands. He shook hands first with Chuck Schumer. He knows Chuck Schumer. They have been there for 500 years together. 500 years they have served in the Senate together. Nancy Pelosi, too. I mean, these people are like vampires. They never die and they never go away. So, <laughs> so Chuck Schumer shakes hands with Joe Biden first, and then he shakes hands with the other people. And then at the end, Joe Biden's back out with his handshake. You want to know why? He's like 10-second Tom. 10-second Tom. Remember 10-second Tom from 51st Dates? I know some of these actors are going to hate me talking about their movie because they're so far left. But I like 10-second Tom. 10-second Tom was the guy that was in the hospital. He was the character in the movie. And he would introduce himself and say, hi, I'm Tom. And he'd go around. And then 10 seconds later, his, his memory was gone. That's Joe Biden. Joe Biden is so demented. His dementia is so bad. Chuck, he shakes hands with Chuck Schumer, and Chuck Schumer shakes hands with three other people, and then by the time it's done, Joe Biden's back out for his handshake, just like Tim Sigg and Tom. Let's watch it again. 
Now our great speaker, our partner, who oh, all of these God, bills we this is we've so awful. It's so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. They, this shouldn't be our president. And everyone around him knows it. His wife knows it. His family knows it. His staff, they know it. Why, like, why is this our president? Our president is 10-second Tom only. That was less than 10 seconds. That's how bad things are. This man shouldn't be running the White House. He shouldn't be running the country. He should be at home. He should be retired. He's been in power far, far long enough, and he has abused it. And so has his family and those around him. And that is exactly why he should be impeached. We shouldn't have 10-second, 5-second Joe because Joe don't know. Joe don't know. He doesn't know anything. He has no clue what he's doing. All right. Now, we've talked about a lot of things that I would really call demon possession or evil or corruption, but we're going to finish up with our segment that we always like to do with Demon Possession of the Week. Four years old, four years old, and there's the mother that is talking this child and brainwashing this child and forcing this child to do this. Four years old, this is a child doing a gender reveal. Now, this is what they do when a couple is having a baby and they find out the sex of their baby. They find out if their baby is a boy or a girl. By the way, there's only two genders and God decides what you are. And this is a child that's four uh, pretending. Let's, let's be real. Four-year-olds pretend. And this is a four-year-old little girl. And she's out here having fun pretending to be a boy. Okay, that is exactly what that is. But the mother is serious because let's play that video one more time. Watch the mother at the end. That is a look of sheer joy on that woman's face because she finally got her child to go public and show everyone that that she thinks that she's a boy. Let's talk about what four-year-olds four play pretend. That is what they do. They play pretend. One minute a four-year-old little girl could be playing dress up just like a princess. The next minute that four-year-old little girl is going to be, be pretending to be a dinosaur, a T-Rex running all around the house. The next minute, that same four-year-old little girl is pretending to be a superhero that they might watch on some cartoon. And then the next minute, that same four-year-old little girl could be lapping water out of a bowl on the, on the floor pretending to be a puppy dog. This is what four-year-olds do. They play pretend. They pretend. It doesn't mean they're changing their gender. It does not mean, and you can't. They can't change their gender. You know, here's something I'm going to I'm going to finish up and recommend to everyone. Look up the detransition stories. Detransition stories and these stories are they these should be all over the internet like this. And they actually a lot of them are because there's brave people, brave brave people that that did this stuff. They they were convinced and they thought they were going to change their gender. And they thought they would be happier if they if they went and took those hormones, took those hormones because they thought it would make them, their physical body be more like what they think they want to be in their mind. 
and then they they went further they they went to therapy they, you know and, and a lot of them say it was two to three hours that they went to a therapist and the therapist went through two or three hours and said yep boom you're done here signing off I'm signing off on the surgery that you want to have because oh yeah no it's true you you're a, you're a you're a 18 year old woman or 16 year old uh, teenager and woman and you think you're a man so here we've done enough therapy two three hours signing off on it go get that double mastectomy this is what happens to them or you have a young man and by the time he's 18 or even younger he's 12 and he is confused about his identity and he thinks that he's a, a girl he wants to be a woman he that's what he idolizes in his mind but he doesn't want that deep voice and he doesn't want to grow that facial hair. He doesn't want to look like his dad or other men that he knows. He, he wants to look like a woman. So he goes in there and he gets puberty blockers, puberty blockers that, that chemically will castrate him. That's the same medicine that, that they give to sex offenders that chemically, cast, chemically castrate them. They prevent that, uh, prevent his voice from getting deeper. It does all kinds of things to their body. It also hurts their bone density, uh, their bone density to where, you know, their bones are fragile later in life. These are real serious health side effects. They, they become sterile. They can't father children later in life like Dr. Rachel Levine. Dr. Levine has children. He fathered children, but she's, he, whatever, he totally approving of these young boys not being able to father kids yeah willing to take that away from from a child that but while he enjoys being a father you can't even make this stuff up but the these detransition stories are so heartbreaking because it's it's the women young women that took the testosterone and they took so much of it that they grew a beard and they took so much of it it changed their voice permanently to where they don't have a, a woman's voice anymore. They have a deep, deep voice that they don't like and they don't recognize. And they continue to grow facial hair and they have to shave every single day. And then it's even worse by the time they're 22, their hair is falling out and their hair isn't supposed to fall out. And then they did the surgery that in two to three hours, some sick, horrible psychologist or psychiatrist like, like Dr. Rachel Levine, approved of them here you go go have your go have your surgery you don't have to tell your parents no it's as a matter of fact they say it's not your parents business your parents your parents shouldn't be involved in this you want to know why they say that because parents love their kids parents love their children and want to stop it so they they don't want the parents to know and then these young women they're taking testosterone they're growing facial hair they've got a deep voice then they go have their breast chopped off they go have a double mastectomy that usually when that happens in a woman's life, it's the result of breast cancer and it's heartbreaking and it's, it's, it's horrible and it's, it's so emotional and that, that their sisters and their daughters and their friends come around women that have to go through this because it's so devastating in their life that they're going through breast cancer and having to have a mastectomy and they lift them up and, and, and tell them they're beautiful and tell them tell them that no matter what you can you can have reconstructive surgery and you're going to be beautiful and we love you and then they have marches and they raise money but no 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 not for these young women no they get they think they have to cut their breast off so they can look like a man and then when they get done with it it's it's the most heartbreaking thing 
they finally come through the mental illness they were really suffering with and they go into complete and total depression and they hate the way they look and they hate what they've done to themselves and they're angry at the people that let them do it they are they're devastated by that that psychologist or psychiatrist that that rushed them through two to three hours and said yeah go have that surgery doctors that just gave them testosterone that changed their voice forever made them grow facial hair it's it's horrible and then they go into detransition and the detransition is so difficult but they're willing to tell these stories detransition stories detrans detrans you can find them their stories everywhere the young the men are even more heartbreaking i don't know they're both heartbreaking the men that have the the genital mutilation surgeries where they actually are castrated it is it is it's it's heart-wrenching it's the type of stuff it's a nightmare these are the kinds of things that that are in horror stories horror movies when 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 men are castrated it's not easy it's not clean it's messy and they're incontinent their their urine leaks it's it's a disgusting mess it's not what they thought it was going to be not at all because god didn't make them this way god didn't make them this way and and they are left with in a situation that is can lead to infections it can lead to disease it can lead to so many problems and then they're devastated at what they've done to themselves these detransition stories are, are some of the most heartbreaking things and I don't understand why so we went through pride month where we had all of this like that video we just saw over and over and over again it's still carrying on but you didn't hear anybody lift up the detransition stories no because they don't want those stories told mm -mm, that doesn't fit the agenda those people their stories don't deserve to be public they actually cancel them off the internet. They do. They tell too much truth. They tell the truth and they don't want the truth told because here's, here's the really disgusting, disgusting part of this whole thing. It's an industry, okay? Pediatric, pediatric gender clinics, uh, uh, gender, gender uh, therapy, um, gender, what is it called? What is it, gender affirming care? gender affirming care it's an industry it's money to be made and here's what's even sick tax dollars go to it grants come right out of our government and go to this stuff oh because it has to be studied right and has to be funded you have to fund it in order to study it this this is how bad our government is it, it it's so bad and um an industry the people that make the medications and do the hormones and the companies that do that they get paid money the doctors that perform these uh just i mean it's like genital mutilation that's what you can call it. it's all i know how to say it's not gender affirming care it's 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 mutilating someone chopping off their body parts it's an industry they make money off of it oh and they want health insurance to, to cover it yeah yeah you know, your health insurance company won't cover your chiropractor or your alternative medicine and stuff, but they're probably going to eventually be covering gender-affirming care. It's, it's, it's insane. That's why um, we always show these videos and we talk about it. We talk about it. We talk about it because we have to talk about it. Now, you want to talk about caring about people? People should care about 
these these detransition stories. If you care about people so much, if you got your Ukraine flag and your your mask emoji and you got your vaccine vaccine emoji and you got your rainbow thing in your profile, why don't you care about these people that go through detransition? Because there's a lot of them. Uh, and here, let me ask you another question. Why don't you care about the people of Ukraine that this war, this proxy war with Russia has just caused more of them to die and ground their country down to a stump where their buildings and their homes have been blown to pieces because the United States has been funding a war there. Here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you guys finish up with one more thing. Let me tell you how much Ukraine cares about Russia, okay? Uh Ukraine has just readied the resumption of Russian crude flow to Europe. Yeah, yeah. So while you're buying into the whole climate lies and garbage, you over there in Ukraine, they're turning the spigots on to that Russian oil. While our idiots over here in our country have sanctioned Russian oil and are fighting a proxy war with Russia. Yeah, well, you know what Ukraine's doing? They're turning the spigots back on for Russian oil. You want to know why? Fossil fuel works not windmills, not these wind turbines and not the solar panels and not your not your electric vehicles. That that's 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 failing, okay? It's failing. Over in Ukraine where we are, our government, our congress has funded 54 billion dollars, 54 billion dollars, which is almost as much as 80 billion for 87,000 IRS agents. Yeah, over in Ukraine they're, they're all about that Russian oil. You want to know why? Europe is, is, is falling apart in an energy crisis. Over in Spain, they're, they're telling people, don't turn your air conditioner below 80 degrees. <laughs> Seriously, don't turn your air conditioner below 80 degrees. We don't have enough electricity. Ukraine, who's over there, Zelensky and his war with Russia, he's like, oh, hang on. We're going to turn on the pipeline, send, send Europe some Russian oil. It's a scam. It is such a scam. They are so corrupt. Everyone is so corrupt. Our government is corrupt. Our government is so corrupt. And it needs to be completely cleaned out. And the American people have the will for it. The American people have the will for it. And let me tell you something. The Republican conference that's in the majority, we better have the will for it. I certainly have the will for it. And the rest of my colleagues better to have it too. Because everything's out of control. Everything's out of control. Okay, you guys, thanks for joining me. We'll talk to you soon. The FBI is using human intelligence to spy on a presidential campaign. BuzzFeed reported that most of the people involved in that famous plot right before the election to kidnap the governor of Michigan, Gretchen Whitmer, were in fact working for the FBI. The government entrapped the four men, first by orchestrating the plot, then coercing them to join in. The whistleblower says the FBI directed agents to use counterterrorism measures to track parents critical of their school boards. Sources tell ABC News that Mar-a-Lago was raided by FBI agents. This is some third world bullshit right here. Let me say it again, third world bullshit. The FBI has admitted we need the citizenry in fear in order to increase our budget, in order to increase our surveillance authority. The FBI cannot carry out its vital mission of protecting the American people without trust.